Welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In this series, we spotlight areas of the school which our listeners have told us they'd like to know more about. Today, we spotlight sport, but particularly elite sport and the opportunity for pupils to play at national and international level in a number of different disciplines. Our host, Simon Jones, talks to Bex Gaunt, Head of Lacrosse, Kaylee Bonwick, Graduate Assistant in Sport, and Sports Scholars Lizzie in Year 8 and Angela in Year 12. Bex, thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. If not um, a bit tired after Scholars Fitness this morning, uh, stepped fresh off the courts after running up and down for 25 minutes. But other than that, I'm well. Scholars Fitness. So tell us a little bit more about what that is, what what that entails. So we bring all of the scholars um, from all the year groups um, together on a Friday morning to do some conditioning work. So it normally involves just running up and down in intervals. At the moment, we do it outside because it's nice weather, but then we move into the to the far centre to do some, yeah, just interval training, try and push them all together as one group, um, just so they're working all together and seeing everyone. I'm glad you referred to the nice weather because you're right. It's a beautiful day. It's, I mean, the, the weather outside is lovely. I don't think there's a cloud in the sky, which is great for autumn term here at Downhouse. Tell me how good weather like this changes things compared to when it's drizzly or when it's chucking it down with rain. Oh, it, it changes the mood massively, actually, for all of us, um, coaching and playing. I mean, since since arriving back this September, we've had some really amazing weather and the music's on when we've got lessons outside and it really is a great vibe. We have had one horrendous day since we arrived back Mm -hmm. where I don't think I've ever been as wet as I was. Everyone, (laughs) actually spirits were quite high, but it does, it definitely does change things. And actually something I've been saying to lots of girls in my lesson are, you know, it's it's 15 degrees at the moment and sometimes you're saying you're cold. It's it's going to be 15 degrees colder than this soon. So um, let's um, let's enjoy the weather while we can. Well, we're going to hear from the girls shortly, but let's carry on talking about you first of all, Bex, because I understand your background is, is lacrosse. Yeah. And there's a connection to Wales there as well. Yeah. Tell us more about what that is. Yeah. So um, I'm half Welsh. My previous name was Thomas, so I, I like to refer to that as my Welsh side. When I was 14, I went to trials um, to trial for the junior Wales squad and played with them since then. Um, I played in a junior World Cup in the US when I was 17, and then I've played in three senior World Cups since. Um, so total of 17 years, but I have retired now. Gosh, wow. So what was that like when you were 17 going across to America to do something like that? Oh, it was absolutely incredible. I mean, Angela will, will talk about that in a minute because she actually went to the exact same location as I did oh. to play in her World Cup. But it's just, it's something that you can't even comprehend. I certainly, I couldn't comprehend because I didn't even go to a school as as sort of, opportunistic as this so yeah I mean the facilities and the way sport is done in in America is fantastic um, particularly lacrosse and you sort of don't understand that there's a much bigger world out there so just amazing really. So tell us a little bit more then about your own education there because you mentioned that your school or you indicated that your school didn't have quite the opportunity that somewhere like Downhouse has got. Yeah. What was it that got you into sport in the first place then? Well, just that it was the main sport at the school, even though it was a state school. So it's, it's one of the one of 
two or three state schools, I think, that play lacrosse in the country. And of course, you know, the difference between perhaps state and private education is that you don't get that much contact time within school or you don't because everyone's here as one big community at Downhouse, you get to you know I as a member of staff see the girls so much more often um, you know we're training in the morning before school after school till seven o'clock and you don't get that sort of feeling at a state school I don't think having been there mm. so just much more opportunity and contact time um with everyone. And then what brought you into the world of education then? I've always wanted, both my parents actually um, started off as PE teachers. I've never known them as um, PE teachers. They stopped doing that when I was born. But um, yeah, it's always it's always been on my mind that I wanted to become a PE teacher and sports always been a massive thing for me. So yeah, I went for it. And what would you say is one of the best things about, about being involved in, in sport in school? I guess just seeing particularly because I have been at Downhouse for 16 years. So seeing people go from remove to upper sixth all the way through, I think once I'd first done my my first seven-year cycle, it was so lovely to just see the progression and see the difference in the girls. I mean, Lizzie sat there now as a year eight thinking, oh, no, I'll never be sort of have a different relationship with the member of staff. But then... As as the girls, particularly in a boarding school, as the girls do get older, you have such a nice relationship and it's really lovely to go through those different stages with the girls through sport because I just think we see them, um, first of all, we see all the girls at Downhouse, um, in the, us as PE staff teach all of them and then we see them in a different light. We see them at weekends, we see them at unsociable hours. You know, I think it's it's a nice it's a special relationship that we have. It must be amazing to see them go from from, as you say, removal year seven, mm. all the way through that seven years. You see them change from from being one person at age eleven to being a completely different person, age eighteen, I imagine. Yeah. But we're gonna hear from Lizzie now, who's currently in in year eight. Uh, so, Lizzie, tell us first of all, when did you join the school? Did you join in Remove in Year 7? Yeah, I started in Year 7. And what was it like when you first joined? I mean, how did you feel when you first joined the school? I mean, I was honestly just scared of friendship, first of all, because I know it's boarding school, you're going to spend most of your life with them. You better, like, just get along with everyone. But when I found my friends, I just had so much fun with them and things. And when lacrosse, I was really excited to start a new sport and things. And once I got like the hang of it, I really started enjoying it. And all the like, peer staff, like Mrs. Rain, we all loved her. In year seven, she's such a great teacher. And she got us to like the level that we are now, which is incredible. And I think starting off just junior, and I think we've just learned so much from that. Well, it, I mean, it's great that you went through that, you know, having joined and feeling a bit nervous when you join, you know, everyone feels a bit nervous when they join. A lot of the time people say that there's growth when you're outside of your comfort zone and when you join a new school you're outside of your comfort zone actually sat here doing a podcast recording you could be outside of your comfort zone and a lot of people are so tell us then about your favorite sports I mean you mentioned lacrosse I mean what what, what else do you enjoy playing here at school tennis is my main sport here I've just had a really good passion for it because my mom my grandma played tennis I think I lean to that. And obviously netball, hockey, also like great opportunities there and even football. 
to go play matches from there. So I think sport here is incredible. You have so many opportunities, like matches, you can learn from it. And all the teachers, they really help us just improve and have fun as well because the sport, mm. you might be good at it, but you've got to have fun with it. Otherwise, there's no point. You're on that court, people are like, oh, you did so great. You just like might not be happy things. So I think you need to find a sport that you love, love to play. Because when people say, oh, what's your favorite sport? You've got to have like a passion for it. You've got to say, oh, it's amazing because like, you know this and you know that. So I think, yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned tennis and football. And I, I love the way you looked at Kaylee just then when you mentioned football as well, because Kaylee's a big football supporter here. But when you look at those two sports, when you play tennis, you're, it's not so much of a team game, is it? But football is very much a team game. Tell us yeah. about the difference that you find when you're playing each of those. And for tennis, you've got to have your own mindset. It's just you, I think. Um, obviously, having a team and things, I enjoy that because you friends and things um, just like help each other through the way. But tennis, I think you learn, you improve from yourself. So I think it's good having a sport by yourself because I think no one else is going to be like, oh, you've got to do this and things, you've got to do that. And I think just being on your own for a sport is quite fun. And obviously I love being on a team with friends. I think that's great, just hang out with them. And Lizzie, tell me a bit more about the coaching that you get in tennis. I mean, tennis is, is it sounds like it is your favourite sport, but how does the coaching actually work here at Downhouse? We're very lucky to have like a former number one like British player, Mr Goodall, and he's great. And I'm just so happy that I have him because just the best, really. He's helped me improve and he's helped me just grow my tennis into like a bigger thing for me, which I wanted to do. I want to improve, get better. And he's really done that for me. And I think, um, yeah, he just he's amazing, amazing coach. And for him to be a tennis player, he, he knows what it's like. So he has the experience and um, he can always like tell you, oh, like cause he's obviously had his ups and downs. And I think I've just learned a lot from him. And what makes a good coach? I mean, you know, when you talk about him being a good coach, is, is that because he's got good experience or because he's sort of understanding when you're learning new techniques? I think that he's just good because he's hard on you. He wants you to improve in things, which I think is good because I like coaches that like push me forward. And I think that he's good because he's had his ex experience and I think I could just go ask him a question. He'll just know it like that. Mm. So I think it's having a good coach like him, being able to play. And what opportunities are there for tennis, both within school and outside of school as well? For in school, luckily, um, our team that we have has gone to like the Berkshire finals. Mm -hmm. So that's happening on Monday. So that's exciting. And obviously, summertime tennis, big sport. You have lots of matches and things like doubles, maybe a few singles here and there. But the opportunity to go and just play is really good. So I think as well with friends doubles, great opportunity and things. I love those. Mm. But out of school, I play lots of tournaments in the summer when I have time and things. That just helps me improve because matches, yeah, you learn stuff in your lessons. When it comes to matches, you have to put everything you've learned into that. It just helps you improve. That's why I just love playing matches. Awesome. Thank you for that, Lizzie. Now we're going to speak to Angela. We're going to find out what it's like competing in sport in year 12. So Angela, first of all, when did you join the school? How long have you been here for? I joined in Remove, so from the very beginning. And I, this is my sixth year here at Down. Okay. And what's your sport of choice? My main sport is obviously lacrosse. 
And I also do other sports like swimming, squash, tennis. And um, yeah, I really enjoy sports at Down. And how did you get into lacrosse in the first place? Was that Mrs Gaunt that encouraged you into that? So so when I started here at Down, um, all the new girls started playing, like tried playing lacrosse. Um, and it was my first time picking up a lacrosse stick. Lacrosse is a really big sport here at Down. So all the teachers were really encouraging and supporting us when we first started. And what I really enjoy is playing with the team and playing with all my friends and just watching all the old girls play was so fascinating to see how the game works. So I was always really interested in what lacrosse can bring me and to see my skills develop over the years. Now, Mrs Gaunt talked about when she went to America to play lacrosse and and you went to the same place as well, it seems. Tell us all about that. Yeah, um, so when I first found out, I was so surprised and so excited for this amazing opportunity. And after hearing from Mrs Gaunt that she actually played her first World Cup at the same place in the same university, I had I heard a lot about it and her passing on her experience to me so I was really looking forward to it and as she said lacrosse is so big in US and it was just amazing for me to see like the difference between lacrosse in the US and then the UK and many players on my team actually play in universities in America so it was just incredible to play with them and learn from them there's so many new things and so playing the world cup you see all the countries there it was just amazing to learn to see how different country plays lacrosse and how big lacrosse is so just clarify what what was the event going on there then it was the lacrosse world championships wow and you were there representing china representing china yeah. as in China, the, the whole country China. Yes, wow. the whole country China. <laughs> this is amazing. This is incredible. Uh, so how did that feel then to be representing China? Firstly, I'm the, I'm the youngest player on the team. So I genuinely just, like, I couldn't believe I was playing for my country. And I played with different people with loads of different experience and obviously the coaches as well and they will play half them play in America which lacrosse is so big as I said before and half them play their local players in China so it was just really cool for me to see how people play lacrosse in different places and obviously lacrosse is still a developing sport in China so representing China like encourages loads of young people um, in mainland China to pick up the lacrosse, uh, to pick up the sport lacrosse and just inspire the new generation. I think that's really cool. Now, I love the way that you're not just talking about your own experience, but how that can affect other people uh, back in China. That That's incredible. That really is. So, Angela, tell me a bit more then about how you actually ended up representing China. I mean, what 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 are the background logistics involved in, in that? Because I wouldn't have a clue how to start going about representing my country in something like an event like that in America? So there were actually some China lacrosse representatives that came to nationals 
which is a, a competition with like all the schools and that's that happens every year so I think in 2020 they came to nationals and tried to find people to represent young people in the UK to represent China. So over lockdown when COVID started, I was back at home in Shanghai and Miss Williams reached out for me to say that um, they're looking for people to play or trial for China. So um, I took that opportunity and I was they most of the players were based in Shanghai so that was really good for me to go and play over lockdown which obviously I didn't have that many opportunities to play lacrosse so I just went and played a few sessions with the local players and they held a tryout in the summer and I got into the training team before I started lower fifth, I think, yeah. And then throughout the process, there was there were training and um, meetings that we had to attend. And then over the course of two years, I think they started doing tryouts for the actual World Cup. And Mrs. Gorn actually helped me a lot with, because they held a tryout in America and a tryout in China. And obviously I couldn't go to either because of um because I'm here so I attended um online tryouts so I tried out through video sending in videos and Mrs Gaunt helped me um getting all of that in I love the way Mrs Gaunt's smiling on the other side of the room (laughs) go Mrs Gaunt it's great that you're giving all of that support there and actually Lizzie how do you feel about the idea of uh you know by the time you get to year 12 being able to play sport at that kind of level I mean I think Angela's just like amazing lacrosse player I think it's crazy because obviously now it's like don't know like six years time you start off you know just doing basic drills and to like Andrew's level which is crazy I think some people will maybe get at that stage and some people maybe not but um it's crazy to be that good I think Mm. it's amazing yeah yeah to have the opportunities as well but now we're going to speak to Kaylee and find out more about you. First of all, Kaylee, you're, so you're here as a graduate sports assistant. What does that actually mean, first of all? So I'm here straight out of university. Um, I completed my master's in strength and conditioning and then joined Downhouse last academic year. Yeah, and I'm just kind of, I help out in the PE department. So I have a full teaching timetable. Um, and then my speciality is strength and conditioning. So I work... Um, alongside the other graduate and we help the scholars with their strength and conditioning um, throughout the week and I also am the head of football um, because that's my main sport that's the sport I've played since I was five years old and I've done a lot of coaching as well previously in football and that's kind of something I've really tried to bring in here at Down as well Um, so for example last year in my first year we had our first ever football match Mm -hmm. um, that the school had ever had and that was fantastic Mm. and we've already had another one this year Um, we're quite early into the year but we've already had a football match so that's that's great and I kind of am involved in those aspects. Now you mentioned strength and conditioning and sometimes we read in the media about strength and conditioning it's kind of one of those phrases isn't it but but just unpack that a little bit for us if anyone's listening to this episode right now and they're thinking I've heard that before strength and conditioning what actually is that? So in basic terms it is the training work that athletes do to prevent injury and improve their physical qualities for their sport. You can break it down into two sections, the strength side, which is 
where they go to the gym and they will do workouts in the gym with us mm -hmm. um, to improve things like their strength, their power. And then there's the conditioning side, which uh, Mrs. Gaunt referenced earlier. And they also get that on a Friday morning, plus every time they have PE or any sort of extracurricular sport, they're working on their conditioning side as well. Mm. Um, and those two together, equal the performance enhancing benefits that we're looking for. So this is amazing because in this world of elite sport in education, I mean, this is very different to the idea that, I mean, some of the parents that are listening to this right right now, maybe they went to school and sport was just a PE lesson on, on a Wednesday afternoon or whatever. This is just a, a part of life, isn't it, at school? Definitely. And um, I think traditionally strength and conditioning, um, especially in terms of being applied to youth athletes, has had quite a negative perception before because it's believed that it's quite unsafe for children to take part in resistance training or lifting weights mm -hmm. um, but actually there's a lot of scientific research um, that supports the benefits of resistance training for not just athletes youth athletes but youth populations in general um, it can have a host of physical and psychological benefits um, and we're really lucky to be able to implement that here um, with our scholars specifically. Now, it's quite hard to talk to you about sport without mentioning football, because clearly it's 2022 has been a fantastic year for, for the Lionesses. Tell us how that felt for you when you were watching. I presume you were watching this, but how, how did it feel yeah, for you when you were watching um, it? So I was actually lucky enough to be at Wembley for that game. Wow. Um, it's the most incredible thing I've ever been a part of. Mm -hmm. um, having started football so young and playing it my entire life pretty much and um, going into coaching it and working at a football club as well. Um, it was just absolutely incredible. I can't believe I was there. It's the most surreal thing I've ever experienced. And I still can't believe it's real. Mm. Um, it was just fantastic, not only for football in general, but for football in England as well. Just mm. incredible. An emotional time? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Tell me how it felt inside when, you know, when the whistle was blown for the for the end of that match. It was really funny because I went with my friend who's actually German and she had come over from Munich to watch the game. Right. And we went together and I kind of looked sideways at her when the final whistle blew and then I just like let loose and just cheered so loudly. <laughs> so she probably hates me for that. But honestly, it was just incredible. So then how does all of that translate into how football is going to be looking in school in the future? Yeah, so we have a weekly football club here. Um, it's open to all year groups and all abilities. Um, and that's really taken off. It's extremely popular um, and it's a great way to spend your Friday evening. They just come down to the Astro and we have, you know, 20, 25 girls and we just have either like one big game or we split into two smaller games and it's focused on enjoyment, fun, socialization. And it's just a great way to get people involved in the sport and it just helps the sport grow because there's no pressure surrounding it and it's all based on fun and enjoyment. And I think that's kind of the perfect, the perfect seeds to plant for mm. it to grow kind of because there's, it's just all about taking part and having fun. Love that. Having fun while playing sport. That's perfect. Thank you, Kaylee. It's been really good talking to you. Bex, I'd love to come back to you now for a minute. One of the things Kaylee was talking about there was elite sport here in school and it just being a, a normal part of life. Yeah. Tell us your views on that. Well, yeah, we have so many talented girls here that um, we are able to luckily put them through all different stages um, within their career in whichever sport. So, um, 
obviously talking from a lacrosse perspective, we send them, we play county tournaments and then we put them, put the girls forward from year eight upwards through to different pathways. So first of all, we find out whether they've got any different blood in them. So if they've got um, any allegiance to any other countries Mm -hmm. um, other than England. Um, And if they do, we sort of look into how they can trial for that country, what junior programs are out there. Lacrosse is still developing. So just like with with Angela, when I started playing lacrosse um, for Wales when I was 14, I don't think China did have a team at that time. And and as I've gone through the different World Cups, China have got, got better and better and better. Uh, and now, I mean, when I watched Angela play, um, I thought China were absolutely awesome. So um, finding out who they can play for and who they can have those opportunities with is really amazing. And we've got um, girls going into potentially going into lots of different programs, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England, obviously China, um, Spain, lacrosse, um, things like that. So we just um, work through those pathways. Um, If it's through England, England have a very set pathway where we nominate them for a regional pathway and then they go and trial and then potentially get through to the national pathway and so on. Um, And then other sports as well, we're we're trying to encourage the girls to get off site, get out of the downhouse bubble to then, because like Angela said, to see the possibilities, you need to get out there. Mm. Um, So we can provide, we provide an awful lot here, which then facilitates them outside of school, hopefully. Mm. So um, swimming clubs, we do a lot of biathlon at the moment, send them to the local athletics club. We've got volleyball. There's, There's lots going on outside of school now, certainly since I've started here. It's developed more and more. Amazing. And also we've got our... Under 14, well, our junior squash teams do really well. We enter the national competitions. I believe our under 14s were second in the country last year. Wow. We send lots of girls to the Berkshire, uh, through the Berkshire Hockey Programme. They go every Friday night. It's a really good programme, actually. They, um, you can, we can send anyone we like um, and 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 they keep going, they keep training every Friday and then with the potential to be getting through to the next stage. And even if you don't get through, you can still carry on with the training. Mm. Um, so that's a good programme we've developed recently. Fantastic. And tell us a bit more about the sports scholarship programme. I mean, how does it actually work here? If I was a parent listening to this right now and I'm thinking that my daughter might might be perfect for this, yeah. how could I find out more? And, and just tell me a bit more about it. So we... We have a sports scholarship um, open day where um, girls who have been put forward by their prep schools um, come and do an assessment day and just come and it's it's not necessarily about being assessed because we can assess them as they're here. It's it's more about finding out about the programme and what we offer. So we just try and, like Kaylee was saying, just give that extra 5% to the girls that really want to take their sport further and have a passion for sport. So with the strength and conditioning program and the extra fitness and the we give talks on nutrition and sports psychology and things like that, um, it really just delves deeper into the existing talent that the girls have. So if we want the girls to have that passion for it, we want them to want that 
extra that we're giving them. And then hopefully we can see the the difference in performance from that. So it, it, it is a program that isn't just a title. It's it gives the opportunity to improve their existing talent. Oh, I love that. That sounds perfect. It really does. Well, we need to bring this episode to a close in a minute. But first of all, Lizzie, I just want to say thank you to you for being here. Thank you. And Angela, thank you to you as well. Thank you. A big thank you to our football fan over here, to Kaylee. Thank you. Thank you. And Bex, thank you very much to you as well. Thanks for bringing all of this together and talking to us about sport here at Down House. Well, thanks for making us feel so comfortable. So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.